This is episode 14 of the 58 West King podcast. I am your faithful commish, Tony Cosentino. Today, we're going to interview a current Shady Acres resident and 58 West King retiree, Josh Broyles. Please enjoy responsibly. All right. Joining me today is one of our retirees, Josh Broyles, also known as Cream, Suck It Trebek, All Hail Megatron, and Badasses. Josh, how you doing? I don't remember the badasses. Yeah, that was your, your first team name back in 2009. You've come a long way. For some folks who don't know you, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm Josh Broyles. Uh, I'm 43 years old and currently living in Michigan. Okay, up north. What about family? Yep, two younglings, um, an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, and one wife. Just I guess one. That's always a good, <laughs> always a good thing. You were in Utah for a little bit, so it's probably good you cleared that up. Yeah, it's possible. What uh, What are you doing up there for uh, for work? So now I am a manufacturing quality engineer. Okay. Is that, cl- is that like with the military or did you steer away from the government? Nope. Um, cut ties with all things government. Okay. Is, uh, is her family from up there or is your family from up there? What brought you guys to Michigan? Uh, yeah. So her family is right here where we moved up to. And uh, we're just, um, I guess the whole idea was so that we could get closer to her family and spend some time with them. Okay. Because I know you had ties to like the dogs and... You know, Bobby Cox and the Braves. Absolutely. And you don't lose those kind of ties. It, it, tra- it travels with you. Faithful Brave fan? Oh, yeah. They're going to they're gonna take it this year, I think. Yeah, I think the Dodgers might have something to say about that. Well, they could try. But. <laughs> All right. All right, so moving into our story, how, did, how and when did we meet? Uh, so, yeah, I think it was 2009 when I arrived at Hill. Um, you were already there, right? Yeah, I got there in 08. Um, so I came into the shop and... 2009 and uh i don't really specifically recall the the initial meeting or the the day you know yeah. what you're wearing or anything like that but you did smell lovely probably abus i probably smelled like cool and all <laughs> <laughs> all right um so i know you've been out of the league for a few years but do you know any other managers personally i know you've been listening to some of the episodes yeah that was nice to to hear some familiar voices um so quite a few of those guys that were all um from the Utah area, um, Smoothie, Green Hill, Rivera, Baz. Yep. I'm sure I'm yeah. missing someone. At one point, it was all Utah folks except for the original four uh, California managers. So you guys have kind of been retiring on me or getting kicked out of the league as the years have gone by. Yeah, so that's where the, uh, that's where the name of the league came from, right? You guys out there? California, correct. Yep. And then I recruited a bunch of you guys uh, in 2009. And the rest is history. Yeah, it's very, very historical. So I do have a question. I know you played four seasons with us. Why did you decide to leave the league? Um, I, I took a hiatus from all of fantasy football. Oh, okay. Um, I've been playing for the better part of 20-something years at that mm-hmm. point. And I just I took some time off to focus on family and, you know, Yeah. I don't know. That's fair. Just to take a break. Right off into the sunset. Yeah. Where do you, so where do you go in fantasy retirement? Like what is the fantasy football equivalent of uh, Shady Acres? <laughs> you know, I don't know if anyone ever actually stops doing that kind of thing. Um, it's, hard, it's really hard to, to not keep up with it, you know, because you can't, you can't just watch a football game and 
and not be looking at stats and mm-hmm. you know it's ingrained in us like i've always i i'm always fascinated with stats no matter what sport but more more so with football for sure and now with the like like the red zone channel oh my god it's like a it's like a fantasy football dream for watching football yeah six straight hours of football just like just hooked straight up to an ivy just give it to me yeah touchdown after touchdown yeah so speaking of football uh when did you start watching and who's your favorite team um <clears throat> so i was born into southern sec football and you don't just you don't just start watching you know football when you grow up in the south you're kind of born into it you know like as soon as you come home from the hospital you've got your favorite teams Mm-hmm. jersey on already but so i was raised um in mm-hmm. in georgia and so of course i'm a georgia bulldog mm-hmm. and i don't know if i can really recall specifically the first time i watched um like nfl football but uh but i know that when i was young every kid in the neighborhood either had a, a steelers shirt on or a dallas cowboys those were the teams to to follow back in those days the early early 80s early 80s okay Who's your, who's your football team? Is it the Falcons or? <clears throat> yeah, NFL, it's the Falcons. Okay, and do you have a favorite player? Yeah, I, I tend to just follow all of the guys that moved on from the University of Georgia and then go into the NFL. It's always fun to see them, you know, that, making that transition and then, mm-hmm. you know, doing something big or not. The Rams have one of those guys. Do you have a soft, soft spot in your heart for uh, the L.A. Rams? Uh, you don't have to lie. You can tell us the truth. <laughs> Are the Rams in LA now? Yeah, they moved out of St. Louis <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I follow all of them. You know, I just uh, it's always good to see them do big things, um, especially when they make that big money like he does. Oh yeah. So fantasy football. When did you start playing? You said twenty years of experience. That's uh, that's like newspaper days, right? Uh, yeah. So the fir- very first time I ever played was nineteen ninety five, I think. Um, and yeah, and that was I was in England at the time. Uh, so, you know, even, even there, our, our contact with all of the data, you know, the sports numbers and everything was very limited. So, um, but yeah, the first time I think was 95 and then I played two seasons there and then I moved on to Arizona and that's when I really got into it. Cause I, I hooked up with some guys that were, um, very big into it and yeah, it was so much different back then. Um, mm-hmm. you know, cause you, you're not really, you're not really digging into the data and analyzing things as much now as you're just listening to all the talking heads. Yeah. Whereas back then you had to be really, really into it or just really lucky, you know? Yeah. It's casual. Yeah. Slot machine type players. Right. Okay. And, uh, I know it's been a while. I don't know if you're currently playing, but do you have a draft strategy? Uh, yeah. So I got, I got back into it shortly after I <laughs> retired. The retirement didn't last long. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think it was a couple of years. Got a chance but to know your kids' names and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've forgotten them all now too. But I think um, as far as strategy goes, um, I've tried some of the, you know, zero running back and zero wide receiver stuff. And it can, it can work, I think. But for me, I think it's always about value. So just looking at who that best value is and, you know, who's getting passed up, those okay. kinds of things. I think the value-based one's probably the most common. I always try to go zero RB, but I'll see like a like just a, a running back in a tier that I just can't let go, and then I just throw the zero RB strategy out the window. Right. Yep. Uh, do you have a player that you can credit with winning you or losing you a season? Uh, without a doubt, um, Priest Holmes, two thousand three. The dude just dominated the entire league. Mm-hmm. Um, 
took me all the way to a championship. I, I think I ended up taking home over $1,500 that year because of his legs. Big money league. Nice. Yeah. He scored 27 touchdowns that year. It's ridiculous. That's awesome. Uh, do you have like a player who lost to a league, like a first round draft pick that got injured or maybe sat out a season that you can recall? I never really had anything really that drastic or dramatic happen. Uh, I think to that I could really pinpoint saying that they lost me a season, but okay. last year, <laughs> last year um, I drafted, I drafted Andrew Luck <laughs> on the night that he retired. That's rough. <laughs> he, he announced his retirement 45 minutes after I drafted him. It was during one of the games, wasn't it? Preseason games. It was, yeah. And it was during our draft too. That's hilarious. I ended up with uh, Mitch Trubisky at quarterback after that. And that's gross. Right. <clears throat> that's disturbing. All right. It was. 58 West King. Do you, I guess we just talked about your first year, 2009. So the four years you played with us, did you have like a favorite aspect and a least favorite aspect of the league? Uh, yeah, favorite aspect is definitely um, just knowing other people in the league makes it more fun, you know. Um, when you have that distance between you or, you know, you don't get to see someone's face or get to know them, it just makes it less fun. Mm-hmm. Um, least favorite, I would say, is definitely the number of trades that happen throughout the year. Too many or too few? Too few, yeah, for me. Okay. I think not knowing the people you're trading with or playing with, that, that makes it a little more difficult for folks to throw those trade offers out there. Because I've noticed that too. Like our, our league doesn't, we don't tend to have too many transactions. So yeah. That'd be cool if we could pick that up a little bit. And maybe with folks actually knowing a little bit about like all the different groups, maybe that'll help going into this next season. But I don't know. Time will tell. Yeah, it could. But yeah, with the uh, that first part, knowing people, that was kind of what this was an effort to hopefully remediate was try and get all the different groups to kind of know just a little bit more about, you know, who's playing from Utah or Colorado or the California guys. So right. we'll see how that goes. Well, I dug up some of your uh, notable 58 West King statistics. All right, let's hear it. You had a win loss record of 32 and 20, which was better than most teams. It was above average for sure. In the playoffs, you were one and six. Ooh, that's ugly. You never delivered a championship or much success in the playoffs but you did capture one division title. So all in all, I thought you had a pretty successful run, which why, like when you left, I was kind of surprised because you were always up there. Just couldn't quite finish it. Yeah, you made the playoffs three out of your four years, so pretty mm. consistent. That's not bad. Yeah. So now that you're back playing, if a spot opened up, would you ever consider coming back? In listening to some of your previous podcasts and hearing you guys talk about the league and the things that you've done with it, um, yeah, it sounds appealing because – you're doing the things in the league that, that I like to, uh, I like to see, like I heard you talking about maybe potentially making it a keeper. Um, are you guys running a two quarterback system right now? No, I think we were while you were in, but that, that went away a few years ago. Okay. But it's a, it's an idea that's out there. We just haven't voted on it on that yet. You have super flex. Is that what it is? It was. Okay. It was once upon a time, but right now it is just one quarterback with two flex positions. So wide receiver, okay. running back, tight end. Gotcha. And, and yeah, I, I heard somebody else mentioning maybe, maybe doing some sort of uh, IDP type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes it fun. The, the big money league I'm in with the guys out in Arizona, we've been doing IDP since, since I joined. But, okay. How do you guys do it? Just like a couple spots? Um, so it's almost, uh, almost the same roster size as the offense. Oh, wow. Right. It's a, uh, it's a little bit much. I think they take it too far sometimes but um, right now we've got uh, a defensive lineman it could be a, a DE or a defensive lineman 
um, two linebackers, uh, two cornerbacks or nickelbacks or strong safeties or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then one flex. Okay. And do you, do you find yourself having to do more research with the defensive players? Yeah. The defensive research is ridiculous. And I listen to podcasts and one thing I notice is kind of lacking is the talk about defensive players. Like what, so what, what do you do your research for that? Um, yeah, that makes it way tougher because there's less, way less information out there in, in terms of defense. And I've, I've found one IDP podcast specifically, but um, it is just atrocious to listen to and I can't. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so I, I get my, um, I get my information online from a couple of different sources Okay. and just try to try to roll with, with what they're talking about and then looking at the offenses that they're facing. Um, okay. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I listen to uh, quite a, quite a few of the more popular ones and they rarely will talk about IDP. So I think the community just hasn't really come around to IDP yet, but it's definitely something we've been interested in. A few people have brought it up. So that might be in the league in the future. Yeah. It's not, it's not a very sexy thing. I think it's just not as appealing as uh, touchdowns and, you know, 500 yard passing yeah. games. Yeah. You're, you're looking at tackles and like passes defended stuff like that. Yeah. All right. So moving on to podcast improvement. So for the episodes you've listened to, I think we have 13 of them out there now. This will be 14. Uh, what is one thing you'd like to see changed for our podcast going forward? Um, I guess maybe a little bit more of the not football related stuff. Okay. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just something that makes it a little bit more interesting, kind of mixes it up a little bit and doing that deep dive or maybe some formatted, um, I guess, talk about like what people are looking into as far as the upcoming season, you know, like, are okay. you going to be looking at this player versus that player? Or, um, okay. So talking to people more uh, in regards to fantasy versus talking about football. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, miscellaneous questions. This is probably, Oh, here we go. Maybe some of the good stuff you're talking about. Do you believe in aliens? Uh, sure. Okay. I do I'll elaborate. Um, okay. Um, Sam Cassell. He looks like an alien a little bit. He- he is an alien. How can you not say aliens don't exist? <laughs> and then you look at this guy. I mean, he's he's probably looking way worse now. He's a lot older, but mm-hmm. okay. ugliest dude ever. <laughs> All right, that's that's fair. <laughs> All right, are you familiar with the game Mary Fuck Kill? Uh, yes. Okay, so I got one for you that you can probably relate to. So Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz. You got to marry one. You got to fuck one. You got to kill one. Go. Oh, and don't worry, Bobby Cox will never hear this. This is a tough one, but I'm going to have to kill John Smoltz. Okay, that's fair. Um, oh, man, it's so tough. I'm going to fuck Greg Maddox. Why? Because he's just the greatest. He was a Dodger for a little bit, so I mean, I... He was. I, I've got a soft spot in my heart for him. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll forgive him for it. <laughs> And I guess I'm marrying Tom Glavin. Okay. So why'd you kill John Smoltz? He's just too big to, to bother with marrying or, or fucking. So you're, you're concerned with the girth or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could handle it. Okay. He's the closer, so I thought, I thought for sure you would have married him. Yeah, he's probably got a little bit, a little bit of power in there too. Mm-hmm. Maddox didn't throw us so much power. He was a, he was a sweet talker. Mm-hmm. Painted the corners, if you will. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you for that. I'll accept all those answers. Favorite movie? Um, my favorite movie is True Romance. True Romance. Why? Uh, because it is the epitome of all movies. Um, it's got all of the actors. Name one. That person's in it. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Quentin Tarantino wrote that movie. Mm-hmm. And then it was directed by Michael Mann, I think. But uh, it's just an amazing cast. Okay. Um, everybody's role in there is just like made for them. Mm-hmm. And it's epic. Okay. Favorite TV show? Um, I don't TV shows. I'm, I'm into The Walking Dead, but I'm losing interest. Is that still on? I, right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm going that way too. It's it's not so good anymore. Um, other than that, I like historical stuff. Nothing really. So so like Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've actually never watched an episode of either of those. Really, you're missing I out. Know. I'm one of very few. So so Game of Thrones, it will disappoint you. I'll just I'll give you fair warning. But Breaking Bad, like it gets better as the seasons progress. And it ends really well. And then Brian Cranston, I mean, I don't know if you've seen any any of his work, but he, he brings it. I, I don't even think I even tried it to ever watch uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, you should check it out. It's about a school yeah. teacher who gets cancer and, you know, they don't make much money. So he's got to find a way to support himself and his family. And so he starts, of course, selling meth, right? Of course. In New, Me- in New Mexico, the land of enchantment. But all right. Most embarrassing story. Um, I think uh, a lot of these are people being drunk, those types of things. I've got quite a few of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with something more recent. So I think it was like a year and a half ago or so, taking the wife and the kids to the movies to go see Paddington or something like that. The bear? Right, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think we had a few minutes to kill before we went inside. So we were just sitting in the truck and I trusted a fart that I shouldn't have. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> I just hotboxed the entire family and mm. uh, had to bite the bullet and pull my pants down and start cleaning my underwear right there in the truck. <laughs> but <laughs> luckily, having younglings, you know, we had access to wipes and things like mm-hmm. that. So they were able to get you cleaned up, maybe some powder. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's like <laughs> the moral of, I think, this podcast. Just don't trust a fart. That's the third or fourth <laughs> story of someone shitting themselves. Well, it, you know, if you're not a, you're not a man unless that happens, I think. Mm-hmm. Life happens fast. So does sharding. Yeah, so does sharding. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you for that. We'll yeah. add that to the list. Great. No, no, Noah Kamish, what question or questions do you have for the commissioner? Let's see. What's your favorite food? Italian food. Italian food. Pasta, lasagna, something with lots of carbs. Excellent. Mm-hmm. It's in my blood. Like marinara sauce courses through my veins. So. All right. Um, when are you going to release Super Troopers 3? Good question. I, I'm actually sporting the mustache today. <laughs> thought you might enjoy that we'll go ahead and get the broken lizard team together and we'll we'll uh we'll let you know once we're in the planning phase <laughs> excellent i can't <laughs> wait for production to start oh my god did you watch the second one uh, i haven't seen it yet okay it wasn't as good as the first one naturally that's right? what i heard but uh it was still funny it had its moments yeah if you don't watch it you're not missing anything though i'll have to at some point um oh that reminds me of their other tv show where the where they're firefighters yeah like two of, i think two of them yeah have you watched any of that yeah, it's good. Is it? Okay. Oh, it's, it's it's hilarious. All right, I'll have to check it out. I saw a couple commercials for it, and I was intrigued. Add that to the list. Yep. What else you got? Who is the worst team in the league? All time or currently? Currently. So I, I, I won't base this solely off statistics, because I, I could pull up the statistics and tell you. But just based off how they make me feel, watching them draft, pick up free agents, um, probably going to have to go with Navarro. And the peeping, the peeping Tomlinsons. So very poor record overall. Doesn't have much success. He's a Padres fan, right? Chargers fan. Um, yeah, worst team in the league, hands down. Sorry, Navarro. And a very dated team name. Yeah, yeah, he's got to work on that. That's, that's probably a contributing factor as well. For sure. <laughs> I hope he listens to that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be awkward if he doesn't. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> any other questions? I think I know you very well now. Okay. 
Good. Awesome. So closing it up, I appreciate you taking the time. It was good seeing your, seeing your face again, seeing the facial hair. I know you got a little bit more freedom than uh, the rest of us currently. So lots, lots up top. Okay. And you, you still got it going on up there. Yeah, a little bit. I expected you to have like the full face beard. You just got the, the chin. Yeah, I just uh, trimmed a couple weeks ago. Okay. Got to keep it fresh. So thanks for taking the time again. Uh, next up, we're going to cover some of the free agent transactions and talk a little bit about the coronavirus. All right. Have a good one, man. All right. Take care. Thanks.